Welcome back to the Dragon Party. Dragon Party. Welcome back. I'm your host, Brett Brandison. Joining me as always, it's my co-host, Eric. Tell him your name. Uh, my name's Eric, and I have uh, never been tempted by the One Ring. Good. Good, good. We don't know what that quite means yet, but don't. Don't be tempted because it's not out yet. <laughs> it, isn't and it, crazy it won't be out for many, many months. Yeah, isn't it crazy how they made movies based on this Magic the Gathering set? I right, and they somehow made sure to come out with the movies before the set came out. That's planning. <laughs> By they knew they knew years. that's planning. That's planning. <laughs> they they seeded this many years. They ago. were like, okay. I heard they wrote okay. like a book about it too. Do you no. know about any of these things? I'm pretty sure. I'm you pretty can sure there are books about this. Check out this nerd. <laughs> like, I think there's like a lot of lore or something behind all of like this set in particular. No. Uh, of course, <laughs> we're of course referring to uh, Lord of the Rings is coming out this year, and uh, as as is the trend, we're getting spoilers now. It's this is a set coming out in June. It's March. Yeah. That's, it's, it's too early. It's too much. I'm going to so forget like, about this. Last week, we had the the way too early spoilers for like the next upcoming set. Now we have the way, way too way early spoilers. Way too early spoilers. Before we get to that uh, as a first segment, uh, let's get into it. What's she going to be uh, drinking on this party, Cad, this, this week? Hey, I don't know what it is for you guys in the Northeast, but it's been 80 degrees for the past couple days, so it's summertime, baby. It's nice. nice. Yeah, it actually hasn't been... It it went from, like, 30 degrees last week to, like, we breached 60 degrees. It, like, you know, it starts at 30 degrees in the morning, but it warms up by, like, 1, 2 p.m. I always always hated those times. Yeah, it's like you walk out and you're like, okay, I know it's gonna be like 55, so I don't. Yeah, yeah, but I don't need my coat. But and the and the slight breeze just like blows right through you somehow. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's the weather we're in right now, where it's it it, it, 20 degree temperature swings every day, easily, and yeah, it's miserable in the morning, and then you get to the afternoon, and like any clothing you had on, you're like, oh god, It went above 50 degrees. Take it all off. I don't want anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm drinking a summer shandy. Oh, nice. Okay. That seems like so early. I can't believe those are out. I thought that's like a seasonal beer. Like they only release that once it hits like May. I, yeah, I think because that's where it gets warm for you guys. Oh, so. <laughs> I, although I wouldn't be surprised if like they're still actually making like this year's. Or, like, however they do it. And this is just, like, leftovers. A leftover, yeah. I know. Beer, beer lasts now. I have tons of preservatives. I got um, this fancy whiskey here. This is a barrel-strength Jack Daniels, actually. Most Ooh. people know of Jack Daniels for their, like, bottom-and-shelf stuff. Their old number seven, they call it. The charcoal filter. This is actually good, though. This is their barrel-strength. Right from the barrel, they pour it in here. And it's good stuff. 
Not many yeah, people know about that. For people who don't know, barrel strength is stronger because they uh, dilute it. It's strong to, to be. This uh, is like this is like sixty six percent alcohol. Their that's barrel strength insane. is Yeah, their barrel strength's like that, I, that's, I, I that's high for even barrel strength. Ice cubes. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's it is higher than most barrel strengths for sure. Mm-hmm. This is, but it's so good. The Jack Daniels knows. There's a reason they're so popular, even all the way down to the bottom shelf. Their stuff's good. You just got to know. Yeah, it, they, uh, they, they like cornered the market on like you know Jack and Cokes, obviously so right, hard. Right. Like, and that's all going to be using the old number seven, that charcoal right. filtered forty percent stuff. But like when people, that's like how people get introduced to like drinking and whiskey. So I feel like that. Oh, it's like people are. People who like it are never going to be upset by it just because it's like, oh, this is what whiskey tastes like. Yeah, 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 right. It, it's it's so ingratiated into like what whiskey is. It's like yeah, it's what just you can't think of. <laughs> all right, so we're going to get into, for this first segment, all the Lord of the Rings spoiler cards that we got. Uh, this is an interesting set coming up because obviously it's one of those Universes Beyond sets that we know uh, Magic wants to be introducing. Uh, where we didn't so much get it with like the Transformer cards, but we got it in form of Secret Layer. They were able to go ahead and do an entire set with this product. Lord of the Rings is getting an entire set out of their product. Yeah, and I, I don't. The, the timing of this is weird because when if if people remember when the Universes Beyonds first came out, Lord of the Rings was literally like the one. It was IP the the named one. Yeah, it was people like the were one like. That- like, hey, we're going to do this. And everyone's like, you know what? That I get because right. it's magic. But like all this other stuff, I don't really understand. I, like, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, but then it took forever and to for this to come out. I also thought they were going to try to drop it right when the Lord of the Rings TV show came out to try to like capitalize on all that buzz. Yeah. But this is uh, this is just like the, the OG. But I don't think they're work- they weren't working with the same people on the in that i i get what you're saying though like yeah marketing wise like play off of the hype you know like, right yeah exactly like I'm, the I'm, sure, I'm sure wizards wanted to do that yeah yeah i'm sure they did uh, but the people who own yeah i mean and like if that. you think about it too they have changed already how universes beyond works as soon as they announced it yeah. you know like they, they've had to go back on their word in a bunch of different products and go okay 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 we'll in the future, make magic reskins of uh, this and that and this and exactly, that. Exactly, right? yeah. Instead of just making, yeah, all new stuff. And yeah. So in this set, they they did uh, a one version of it. They did the Ikoria version of it. A generally accepted version of the reskinning that people enjoy. It looks like it's just going to be in the Commander product. The actual yeah. set is a magic set. So it's going to yeah. stand on its own. There isn't going to be any reskins or anything like that. It's 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 a... It's magic, actually. There is. I say that, and there's literally one staring me in the face. So, and okay, I, you'll uh, see it a few times. And I, uh, man, I I love just how upset all these nerds get for <laughs> just like you know, just like it. Uh, who cares if Gandalf the Gray is like the the right? We all knew it was coming. You're going to be the, casting uh, Gandalf like, in this like, game now. Shouldn't he be like this color? This color? I'm just like, yeah, what? <laughs> I think it's cool. Yeah, that Gandalf yeah. and him. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but um, when he comes up. I always, I always like it. Yeah, uh, it's a fun. What else I like? <laughs> uh, we could, we could get started. So, yeah, we could get going. Uh, oh, uh, here's what I wanted to say about the set. This is going to be printed not as a standard set, and it's also skipping the constructed format of Pioneer. 
but yeah. they are moving it into modern and, and beyond. So a lot of people were afraid that this was going to be the Modern Horizons 3. It's not. It's from everything I no. see so far, it sure isn't. It, this is this is a Commander Legends set that they are, you know, saying, yeah, it's modern legal. Why not? Right, yeah. Because yeah, they, they want people to play the cards, so... I wonder if this is like the uh, the signal to us that they're like, "Hey, like we don't care about modern anymore." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it might be right. I, I think they are moving into Pioneer being the competitive format at yeah. this point. They're just like, "Hey, we're not going to put modern right. on on arena. We're going to move to yeah. making Pioneer an arena format." Yeah. But yeah, they're just like, "Ah, we'll just do, like." Unless something like legacy people, I feel like don't care at all about the the lore and stuff, or like the the fact that it's like the one ring doing it versus just like you know artifact name number fifty eight, right. like because they're just like whatever we're we're playing with you know ten ten thousand dollar decks anyway, and that it doesn't that's not to say that like modern will never be a pro tour event ever again, right? Right. But right. there are times when legacy comes came up, you know. I mean. Hasn't since COVID, right? But, you know, years before that, there were times when it came up and they were like, oh, we're playing Legacy mm-hmm. for this Pro Tour. It's like, okay. I wonder if they're going to put these cards on Magic Online because that's kind of like the only place their modern has really played a whole lot. They're, they're, they might, yeah, they're going to have to. Um, it's not that, that hard to put it on Magic Online as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So. I'm sure. And, and, and also you have to think about it this way too. They're, they're always just trying to support Commander at this point. And this is going to be a huge set for Commander and people wanting... They're, they're putting it on Magic Online. That, that's a huge part of their player base. Yeah. They're definitely going to put this on Magic Online. So let's get into Let's get into some cards. Let's get into it. I'm going to start with the big baddie of the set. Sauron, the Lidless Eye. And this is just a random... I, I don't know how they sorted <laughs> these cards. This is just the spoilers I'm looking at. And we're just going to follow we're it in order that I have. <laughs> I don't know if this is how they were revealed in this order. I have no idea. We're just going to go in a totally random order. Anyway, Sauron, the Lidless Eye, is three black and a red for a 4-4 Avatar Horror. When Sauron, the Lidless Eye, enters the battlefield, gain control of target creature and opponent controls until end of turn. Untap it, it gains haste until end of turn. So it's a threaten effect. And then one black and a red. Creatures you control get plus two plus zero until end of turn, and each opponent loses two life. As you can tell, it's just like a fine card. It's just like yeah. generically okay. I this is a mythic, which is like kind of scary to me because that that doesn't seem like a mythic effect. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's, it's, it's good. It's cool. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good. a threat and attack stapled on a four four and mm-hmm. has a nice activated his activated ability is the best part of the card for sure. Yeah, it's plus kind two of, plus it's, L and making each opponent lose two is, is pretty good. Yeah, it's um, it, it's I think it's kind of interesting that of those two abilities stapled onto each other, just because like the whole point of giving your creatures plus two plus O is to deal damage to your opponent, and then it's also it's like oh, then each opponent loses two life. Um, because yeah. like how you normally would abuse something like this is like if you have infinite mana, you have your creature that you took from somebody, and then you can attack them with it. Yeah, infinite but mana. They're just dead now. They're just dead anyway. <laughs> yeah, 
Good with infinite mana, Eric. Good. Mm. Hey. <laughs> hey, you come here for the hot, like, tech, okay? <laughs> Just saying. It's so hey, funny. No one's going to uh, no tell you this, but infinite mana is pretty good. <laughs> mm, good with infinite mana, you say. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That, that is that. That's a commander staple. Like, if you, you want to be good, you've got to be good with yeah, infinite mana. And he does win the game if you have infinite mana. So I do know. love the... Um, if. This kind of ha- has the uh, uh, almost like a. This almost feels like a uh, commander that has like flash and counter spell on it. Because like, am I gonna play like? If, am I gonna play my commander into this? What if I have no other creatures? <laughs> because yeah. they're just gonna attack me with it. Take it, yeah. <laughs> only for the turn. Only for the turn. Right. It's just a just a threat and effect for the end of turn. Uh, but yeah, you'll play it with like cards that can sacrifice things, right? That, that, yeah, that's how you're gonna play it. And- I don't know. It it won't be that great as a commander. It's I I don't really see it here. You know, I don't, I, the flavor is just okay to me. It'll yeah, be fine in the ninety nine, but he's even if, kind of expensive in the ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like five mana is like ah, ah. If your commander can sacrifice creatures, then it's then it's pretty yeah. Cool. Then maybe you'll include him in a red black deck and yeah yeah. Kind of a uh, you get to use oh. their creatures abilities first. That whenever they like you know if they attack or if they have tap abilities or something. But also, I mean, what, one other thing to, to look at this card and just be like, at Mythic, you think about constructed format, this thing isn't getting anywhere. Like, modern, what? Oh, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not modern playable. So, like, <laughs> if people were afraid of a Modern Horizons 2, just look at this Mythic and say, like, here you go, guys. This is like a, a legendary creature they want you to play, and it's not even remotely right. close to playable and constructed. So, I think you can, you're okay. You'll be okay, modern players. Uh, all right, the next one is controversial for another reason. Aragorn and Arnwend wed for green-white for human elf noble. You can only play this on Wednesday. That's why it's controversial. Yeah, because it says wed. Uh-huh. So it, you need to play it on Wednesday. And that's actually the first line of text. Yeah. Um, whenever Aragorn... <laughs> he said, three six of vigilance. Whenever Aragorn and Arwen wed enter the battlefield or attacks... Put a 1-1 counter on each other creature you control. You gain one life for each other creature you control. Again, so boring. This is another mythic, and it's just, like, so vanilla. Like, what do you do? You just ha- It's a green-white thing, and you want a bunch of creatures. It's not even close to the best effect we've seen. You know, yeah. compare this to, like, Jetmir from the Capenna uh, set, right? Where it was like, if you have nine creatures, you just frickin' win the game, because they at- you attack for 45. <laughs> I know. Like, so far, these two abilities, like, it, feel, it feels like they're like, hey, we have no idea what we're going to do. Let's just put something on a card yeah, and we're just we'll like, change we're just it later. These characters and good. people want to do it, I guess. And it's just yeah. like, has nothing to This do is the most stuff. boring vanilla card I've ever seen, right? And six mana for this thing? It's like, oh my god, no one's ever touching this in the Temple Fall. Yeah. But people are, because, you know, if you're obsessed with these characters, but what, what's the real controversial reason? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So if you are a true Lord of the Rings fan, then you've heard of this. Uh, Aragorn, in the magic universe, at least, is going to be black. He is not going... So they race-changed him. Makes sense. They needed to get some diversity. Uh, Magic uh, likes to be perceived as a more diverse game. Uh, And if you think of Lord of the Rings as it sits, as the movies sit, there were very few... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Not> to zero. 
<laughs> it was all a bunch of white guys. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they wanted to introduce some, uh, some Look, color. Vigo's yeah. likeness costs too much, guys. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny because, yeah, it's probably the farthest off, right? I mean, you know, the hobbits, but. Yeah. But like Samwise, it looks like it looks exactly like. We'll get to him, but it, it looks exactly like a, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, it looks like exactly exact like picture. That. Yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah. Moving through some of the just reskin cards that I got real quick. We have Lorian's Brooch is going to be Trailblazer boots. It's an interesting callback. That's actually a pretty good card in Commander. Yeah, because uh, everyone runs non. It's just the literally an equipment that gives your guy unblockable. And, Basically, yeah, yeah. It says non basic land. Everyone's playing only like there's no deck in commander that's playing mm. only basics. There's no there's zero mm. decks. There's actually zero. So decks. Yeah. pretty damn good. Uh, they got wasteland as Valley of uh, Gogoroth. You have my favorite reskin so far. The ensnaring bridge is the bridge of Kazadum. Oh. And it looks awesome. amazing. It, it looks, looks exactly so like you've seen it in the movies. And we have the podcasts one, Eric. I'm going to have to get a copy of this and give it away. It's the freaking party it's tree. The party tree. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a giveaway at some point. The party tree. Seven green green. It's the Great Henge, which, yeah, one of the most playable commander cards of all time. Yeah, I believe the party tree is going to be the box topper. Oh, it's going to be the box stopper. Okay. That's why Great Henge costs a lot of money. So It does. It's like a $50 card. Yeah. Uh, and this is the freaking party tree. So I'm going to have to buy a box, which, yeah, I kind of want to buy a box of this. This, this feels like a set that is going to have a lot of boxes opened. I'm, I'm going to buy a box of this. Eric, Eric how much money are you going to lose on this set? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Hey, look. They got me. Okay. Know, Sometimes you just got to take. The wall's got to take an L on this one. Okay? <laughs> and I'll. Have I will get a party tree, which I need. So yep. I'm going to get a party tree. Uh, Alright. We have some of the more uh, commander cards real quick. We have Radagast, Wizard of the Wilds. Two, green, blue. Three, five, Avatar Wizard with Ward 1. Beasts and birds have Ward 1. Uh, whenever you cast a spell at mana value 5 or greater, you get to either create a 3-3 three, three beast or a 2-2 two, two bird with flying. It'll be fun. Cool. I think people are going to like enjoy building him. Yeah. You get a Beasts and Birds deck out of green blue. That'll be fun. It'll be fun to mess around with. It'll be so low powered, and people will just have fun. It would be like cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to. You have to play spells with mana value five or greater. Like, ugh, yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, especially with like if in reality this is a bird tribal deck. Yeah. So like, I wonder what you're actually going to do with that. I'm, like, glad that they're making everything so low-powered, though. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's, yeah. It's great. It's just for a fun time. Uh, Sam Loyal Attendant, one green-white partners with Frodo Adventurous Hobbit. Is a 2-4 at the beginning of combat on your turn, make a food. And activated abilities of food cost one less to activate, so that'll be fun. That I sounds cool. Yeah, I, I wonder don't see what... the other... I don't see the Frodo. I don't think they revealed the Frodo. They, that I don't think they have. Because there's there's a Frodo and Sam in the actual set as well. In the set. They, but these are the com not... This is the Commander product. Because there's also, in addition to the releasing the actual set, they are going to release a Commander product, as they always do. Mm -hmm. I believe this one's going to be like five decks. It's like a big one. They're like loading oh, yeah. up on this. Which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, back to the regular set. Though this sounds like a Commander card. Tom Bombadil 
is getting Thank God. Tom Bobadil <laughs> got shafted. <laughs> so hard. It was one of my favorite parts of the books. And I and you know, I uh, obviously saw the or did I read the books before? No, it was I probably saw the movies, the movies before first. the yeah, books. Yeah. Because they like came out when we were really one. young. So yeah. So yeah, we 2000, were, 2001. We were nine or whatever. So the book, yeah, the books were a little, little thick. Even Return of the King came out in like 2003 or five. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was really early on. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I, uh, um, but yeah, I love, I love this character. He because it's just so random. Like <laughs> Tom Bombadil scene in the Lord of the Rings book, like would never happen now because it has no purpose in the at any point. Like if Tom Bob foreshadowing anything, he's not no, he does nothing. Like the 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 party goes into the woods, has some trouble, and they just kinda like hang out with Tom Bombadil for a little bit. And then they leave and he's mentioned once before <laughs> the rest, rest of, of the, the rest of the whole time. When they're discussing what to do with the ring, they're like, oh shit, what about Tom Bombadil? Because <laughs> because Bombadil put on the ring and was just like, I'm cool. I'm I'm better than this ring. They're like, why can't we just give it to this guy? Yeah. And they're yeah, like, yeah. nah. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, all right. I guess that's all not right. an avenue we can follow We're up. Good. And then he's never mentioned again. He is like a literal <laughs> god that's walking to He Earth is a god, powerful. Eric. He's a he, god bard. He is actually a god. And then His he's just like creature type is god bard. He's a god bard. And he's it's just like they're like we just he just doesn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> well, he's going to be one of the most popular commanders ever. So, because he's all five colors, he's yep. literally cost Wooberg for a four-four, and his ability is unreal. Uh, as long as there are four or more lore counters among sagas you control, he has hexproof and indestructible. Is that good on a commander card? Pretty good. Is it good if they're hexproof card. and indestructible? Uh, whenever the final chapter ability of a saga you control resolves, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a saga card, put that onto the battlefield, and the rest onto their bottom in any order. This ability only triggers once each turn. So if multiple sagas trigger their last step in the same turn, it's only once that you'll get a brand new saga. Still, you're just the saga deck. You are just cycling is, through saga. This is insane. Uh, because this is there's nuts. like... And they're all five colors, so you have access to all of them. And there are some saga. nutty sagas. There's some really good expensive ones, too. Because you can do, like, you know... Obviously, you need to have to uh, Bombadil out when it happens. But there are some, like, really cheap ones. And then you can just do, you know, like, all a lame dude or whatever. Ones. To put put the expensive one on top of your deck. And then, boom, yeah. there you go. You just, you just ramp it that. Also, I love the... Uh, the uh, flavor of this, where like, because obviously lore counters when your saga goes away, they or when your saga goes away, all the lore counters goes away. So he like right. keeps having to tell new stories in order to keep <laughs> yeah. his, his power up. <laughs> it's just a really generically a good card, and he'll be very popular. And all the sagas will go up in price because of this guy. Yeah, there's there's going to be. I mean the pro. It's already been revealed for a while, so they probably already have. Yeah, but like the good ones, like there's probably going to be like like four or five really good ones. Yeah. They're they're gonna go up. Yeah, well, well, like especially the higher price ones, right? The eight mana ones because they don't see right. much play until this guy. Now they're going to see play all the time. Choose like a seven mana mythic saga, and 
yeah. that's probably going to be good. Um, I like that they made it all five colors because they could have just done like you know green white, and then you're just like, man, I wish I could just play my blue saga in this deck. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? Just just do it. No, I like, had to do this. He'll yeah. be he'll be probably the most played commander out of this set if I do it. It's it because he's five colors. I mean, if nothing else, it's, he's five colors. Everyone plays five color everything. Oh yeah, and it's, it's it opens up commander. a new archetype. So you're just yeah. like, okay. Couple non-legendary cards, but they are really cool. Reprieve, one in a white instant. Return target spell to its owner's hand. Draw a card. This okay. card is sick in white. Yeah, this is awesome. Um, by the way, so this this has this is depicting uh, Fear of Tell me that's not uh, Daenerys in this. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It does <laughs> definitely. That look, looks like Amelia Clark, Clark as Daenerys for sure. That's what I, I literally thought that. I was like, what? Like, what Aramir looks like, I don't know, like Bo Burnham to me, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Somewhere or, along those lines. Or or, uh, or the Flash guy. Yeah. As far, just, yeah, Dustin or whatever his name. What's he doing with those puffy sleeves? I don't know. Yeah, he's like a, a noble in this, not a, like a ranger. I thought, you know, I picture Faramir more as a ranger, but. Yeah, and the. Uh... Like in the, um, yeah, more because I mean because the movies, but yeah, yeah, no sick card though. I like that they printed this card in white. Uh, so yeah. much better to see that in white than in blue. I think this is a really cool playable card. Gonna see constructed play for sure. Gonna change oh, yeah. the game there. Uh, you cannot pass. Destroy a target creature that blocked or was blocked by a legendary creature this turn for one mana instant. Which is nice that like you, you can literally just block with your commander and then be like, no, nah, it's gone though. Yeah, like no, no cut. You could do this all in response before combat damage happens. So, pretty cool card. So I actually cool. like that one a lot. Yeah, that's a really cool card. Uh, Gollum, the patient plotter, one in a black for a three-one halfling horror. When Gollum, patient plotter, leaves the battlefield, the ring tempts you. We have no idea what that means. There's no reminder text at all what tempting means. But there's going to be a tempt tracker. There's another card. This is later. this is the introduction of a purely role playing mechanic, and with yeah, right. It's so <laughs> weird. Like, it it looks like it has no relevant text at all. Like, why doesn't that give put a counter on? I don't know. Te it just says tempts you. It's like what right. the hell does that possibly mean? And then black sacrifice a creature. You could return golem from your graveyard to your hand as a sorcery. So not a great card. I imagine they're trying to it's like a limited mechanic i don't know i don't see how this gets anywhere unless well, the tempting you is super important yeah it it'll be interesting to see if like this the ring tempting you is kind of like an initiative or right or like, if, it, if it enters you in a dungeon or something yeah moves you through i could see that i would hate that but i could see that that sounds right because yeah, like yeah maybe, why, maybe why else? Why else would this card. matter? If this provided you z literal zero value, other than it tempting you, right? And later we see a card that cares about the number of times tempting you. But like, if it does nothing else, like if it doesn't come along with a trigger, like you're mentioning with a dungeon, it would yeah. be really bad. This would be a terrible, it, terrible card. Yeah, this would. This needs to, to yeah, this needs to be some sort of thing that has recurring value, because right. otherwise, also like the its second ability means you want to re-trigger the first ability because it, because you lose it somehow or something. Yeah, yeah, you literally yeah. sack the creature you just sack to the get creature. it back in your hand. 
Yeah, just so like you can it's, play it's costing you three mana a cycle for all that. Yeah, it's it's got to be a dungeon trigger. It's got to be. Something. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see or um, yeah, or like the um, uh, whatever the crown mechanic is in D anD D. What or not D anD D? Monarch, Commander, monarch, or something. Uh, now we see. So I I had prophesized that maybe because it was the Modern Horizons three that they'd reprint the other fetch lands. I think that's already that's out the door. I think already. I I, yeah. I don't think they're planning on making this a a uh, like really heavy set to try and sell the cards because they don't have to. Like we said, yeah, they, they don't. They really it's don't. It's Lord of the Rings. They don't have to. So they printed instead. They went the Kamigawa route. It looks like there's going to be a whole cycle of legendary lands, which I love. Mm-hmm. I love legendary lands. And these are going to be sweet. So you have places like Mount Doom in the Shire. Mount Doom, pay a life, taps for a black and a red. For three mana, one black red, you could tap it to deal one damage to each opponent. And for five black red, you could sacrifice Mount Doom and a legendary artifact. And then you get to choose two creatures and destroy the rest. So you get to wrap the board. I think that's going to be crazy good in Commander. Yeah. The legendary artifact thing is going to be kind of wild. That's the hardest thing to to satisfy. Yeah. Unless your Commander is also an artifact creature, then you might be like... But but I do like this kind of thing because it's like, man, I have Mountain Doom. This is a super powerful ability. It's an uncounterable wrath that yeah. it's a one sided too, basically. One sided too, yeah. You, you get, get to keep save your two creatures. Two creatures, yeah, and everything else is gone. Yeah, it's and, crazy. But and now you're like, well, I could this is the normal artifact that I use, but there's a legendary artifact that costs one more and it does kind of something kind of similar right. i'm going to use that instead because i have mount doom in my deck you know and that's like okay you gotta play the celestis my favorite gotta play celestis gotta play the celestis <laughs> uh the shire is a green version of it enter the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary creature pretty easy to satisfy in commander mm-hmm. taps for a green and then one in a green tap tap an untapped creature you control create a food pretty good pretty good little yeah. i like that it doesn't say it's only at sorcery speed yep actually yeah. makes it relevant text you know what i mean like that would be pretty pretty much a bummer if it like it would still be good but it'd be a way bigger bummer yeah it would be like, oh, yeah, would be like it, especially okay. in like commander like we're talking about it's just like oh, i don't want to yeah. waste yeah that's but good. this this to me sounds like it's probably a free food every turn you know what i mean like Basically, i didn't use yeah. my mana uh, guys on right, tap yeah, bam i'll make food and uh i i kind of like that they didn't make it really good because they could have done something crazy like you know mm. oh add a green man it's not the same token yeah that's for, for sure right this not is not the same um it, it, it totally fits because the shire is just like a random town with a bunch of people <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah yeah it, it's a perfect ability uh samwise the stout-hearted one and a white for a two-one halfling peasant with flash legendary when Samwise the Stouthearted enters the battlefield, choose up to one target permanent card in your graveyard that was put there from the battlefield this turn, and you get to return it to your hand. Then the ring tempts you. So there's that tempting thing again. Now this one seems infinitely better than Gollum, because like you didn't have to pay extra mana to like tempt you, you know what I mean? Like you didn't have to force an extra yeah. ability. Just like the ring's gonna tempt you. You flash this guy in, the ring tempts you. So that's way easier to get that trigger. And mm-hmm. also, you get to return a permanent. This this guy seems pretty playable. I think he looks really good. Wait, Not as a commander or anything like that. He's sorry to go to go back to go back to Gollum real quick. Yeah, you can sacrifice it itself. 
So you can just pick black. Yeah, it does say black sacrifice a creature. Yeah, I thought I thought I kind of shortcutted it to say another creature, but yeah, no, yeah, black Whatever. sacrifice a creature. Return golem from your graveyard to your hand. Um, or I don't know if you can because golem's not a target in your graveyard. But you're not targeting. It. You're not targeting it. Yeah, I guess that's true. So he will go to the graveyard, and then you'll just continue resolving the effect and yeah. put it back in your hand. But uh, so anyway. weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, the, the, these abilities are almost like never work as well as what you want them to work. Uh, yeah, like the, the, the fact that you have to like act—it's got to be from the battlefield this turn. Yeah, and it goes deal. to your hand. Yeah, so right. Like, Instead of back to the battlefield, which would have been way yeah. too powerful, right? And like turn the seven mana thing. A lot of um, a lot of like board wipes, especially in Commander, have kind of moved. Beyond just dealing damage or destroying, exile. unless unless it has something other abil- some other ability, they're like farewell to hell of a card. Yeah. Still, yeah, it's not a it's not a uh, commander, but uh, in the ninety nine, I think this thing will be uh, pretty good. Actually, I think it'll it'll be around. Frodo Sauron's bane, a one white mana halfling citizen, one two. He is the classic uh, figure of destiny card. He's got a bunch of text. I mean, literally. And it's abilities to make him grow bigger. He's got a uh, Orzov hybrid, Orzov hybrid, so two mana. If Frodo is a citizen, it becomes a halfling scout with base power and toughness 2-3 and gains lifelink. And then for three black mana, if he's a scout, he'll become a halfling rogue. And whenever he deals combat damage to a player, they lose the game if the ring has tempted you four or more times this game. Otherwise, the ring tempts you. So there's the... I care about tempting more than... It doesn't give him any type of evasion, though. So it's on you to get him to hit actual people. Yeah. So you have to be tempted four times, and then you attack with... Still, I I think he will see play as a commander, because people love these alternate win cons, and, you know, with this set, if you open enough stuff that tempts you, it won't be hard to satisfy that condition, then it'll just be about getting in there and hitting people. Yeah, I don't know how good it is. It won't be good. It will be terrible. Uh, it, again, like, it doesn't have any evasion. doesn't have any... Yeah, it, it's a literal 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. <laughs> it's a literal 3-3. Three, three. Okay. With lifelink, right? Because he didn't lifelink. lose lifelink. But, um, yeah, these, these things are never... No, he stays a 2-3. Yeah, he's, he's just a 2. He's not even 3-3. Three, three. He's a 2-3 yeah. lifelink with that ability. Yeah, it's not good. It, although, it is, like pretty cheap to pull off like usually these like when you do it really isn't though is it it's five mana to get up there i know a lot split split over a lot of turn yeah i don't it doesn't matter usually these things are like you know the are like six mana or like quad black or something yeah but still like in constructed that means you used all three turns on this one creature and in Commander, it means you used all three turn cycles to get there. Like, it's just not, it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not good. Uh, Gandalf the Grey is blue-red. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's Brandegast the Brown, who is blue... Uh, Blue-green. Green, blue-red. Yeah. I mean, so obviously they're doing, like, this thing where, like, wizards are blue. Yeah, wizards are blue. He's a blue-red card. Blue, and then Gandalf is a, like, you know... A uh, like a fire mage, so that's why he's red. 
Yeah, this is a weird card. Three blue red for an avatar wizard three four. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, choose one that hasn't been chosen. You may tap or untap target permanent. Gandalf the Grey deals three damage to each opponent. Copy target instant or sorcery spell you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. That's probably the best one by a yeah. long shot. That's you insane just to have that attack yeah. on there. Yeah, and put Gandalf on top of its owner's library. <laughs> I love that because <laughs> yeah, you can't go infinite with him because he's just like I'm going to the top of your library, man. You're not bound. It's not to your hand. It's like you it's like replaying with infinite mana. It's just like nope, he's gonna go to the top of your library. And this is you to draw another card. Typical Gandalf bullshit. Just like does a things <laughs> off for half the book. Yeah, like, this is that's that is so true. That yeah, the, the flavor on it's great, right? Yeah, he just yeah. Goes off. He just like goes like, hey, by the way, Frodo, here, just so you know, here's a ring. I'm gonna leave for like twenty. You're <laughs> not gonna hear anything. Then but I go, don't okay. worry, that huge fight you're gonna have, I'm gonna show up with a fucking army of horses. Yeah, and we're like, gonna really hey, be fine. Not, I could probably like almost single-handedly uh, help you out with these fighting these war county, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave. No. I'm going to wait till you guys are almost all dead. Yes. And then I'm going to show up with just a fleet of horses. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to kill this <laughs> thing. Then I'm going to... <laughs> or I'm going to get captured, and then I'll come back at some point. Gandalf <laughs> is out having like a way cool... I'm also... I'm going to stand just on the other side of the hill until it's actually sunny. Okay? I don't... I'm, I know we're all here... But we're gonna wait. Yeah, gonna wait. They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't time it that well. They're just like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold, hold, hold up. on, hold on. But they're all dying. Yeah. I, I said, wait. <laughs> we are not going. We are not going till the sun comes up. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no. But this is a fun card, right? This is this one. I'll be excited to see at a commander table. I think he'll it'll just be wild. Yeah, I like how it's not just like. Cast an instant sorcery, like, deal two damage, you know. I mean, you do it once, but then you have to cycle. Yeah, I, like, the only downside I feel is that, like I said, I think the fork ability is going to be used 99% of the time first. Yeah. It's kind of like what you were saying about the... Um, the You're the one-eyed guy. Or yeah, guy yeah. Who, Garth one-eyed. Just like, you make Black Lotus. Every time! I don't care what it is. Make Black Lotus. Like first <laughs> um, yeah, and it is also cool because... You can like you know cast like an opt or something, and then save your commander by putting it back on top of your library. Um, yeah, I like that. And then you draw it back again, so basically you can just get a free bounce spell for all your instants. Um, yeah, to keep him at five mana, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. That that that'll come up more than you think in a commander game, especially yeah. that are slot battles. When you, when you get to the end, cast yeah. your commander for five is pretty sweet, and none of yeah. the abilities care if you are attacking or anything. So right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. So he's he's cool. I think he's the coolest commander they they've they've made because the other ones again are so vanilla. They're also, I mean, yeah. Bombadil will be popular, but to me, his definitely kind of more of a niche of sagas just not being. Yeah, be kind of boring, but you know, whatever. It's each his own. And then pro the best card that they previewed, of course, and this comes with a nice story to it: the One Ring. The One Ring. It is the One Ring. It is four mana. For a legendary artifact, indestructible. When the one ring enters the battlefield, if you cast it, so you can't blink it, mm. notably. Uh, if you cast it, which I'm glad they added that text, because it gives you 
protection from everything until your next turn. That's wild. Pretty good effect. At the beginning of your upkeep, you're going to lose one life for each bird encounter on the one ring. And then you can tap to put a bird encounter on the one ring. Then draw a card for each bird encounter on the one ring. Pretty good. So you can actually just cast this for its protection and never actually draw with it and never actually yeah. lose life from it if you wanted to just do that. I can't. I mean, in Commander, you're going to tap this thing. I don't care if I lose th four, five, I, ten life. I, that means I drew 20 cards. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the first turn you play it, it sucks because you cast. I mean, you, you get protection from everything, and the turn you play it, or the you get turn of the ability sucks the most is when you also get protection from everything. So you're like, okay, I, I'm going to get killed this turn. So I'm yeah. going to cast this, and then draw a card, and then I lose one life, and then you draw two cards. Yeah, like and still only lost one life at that point. Right. So you, you, right. you went up, you drew three cards and only lost one life Yeah. after your whole second turn with this thing out. It's pretty good. I don't know if they did this on purpose, but I do like the, the flavor aspect of like delaying the punishment to your next upkeep. Because it, yeah. like, let's say you're at five. I don't know, like something crazy happened or you're proliferating right. or whatever. And then you're like, okay, I, like I'm at you know four life but I want to draw five cards. Like I'm going to die next turn to this one ring, but I got to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to try to just draw five cards and then see what I can do before I get hit with the penalty. Yeah. I, I think in general, this card is just really freaking strong. And I already know exactly where I'm going to play this card. Like I, I have a deck where I can literally utilize this and then sacrifice my artifacts. So like I don't actually suffer from the punishment. Then I can bring it back. Of course, I am sad to see that if I bring it back, unless if I brought it back to my hand and cast it, that's one thing, right? Then I'll get the protection right. again. But if I just summon it from the graveyard to the battlefield, I will not get the protection from everything trigger. Which is fine. Makes sense. Mm, it's a pretty powerful effect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good card. And it's indestructible, which is on flavor. So the notable thing about this card, Eric, is they have single-handedly printed the most expensive magic card of all time, and it hasn't even been printed yet, but it's going to be the most expensive magic card of all time. Because that's because... It's a one-of? It's a one-of. There is only going to be... I mean, so this will be in the set, but there is going to be a serialized version of this card that is one out of one. There is going to be a one, the one ring. <laughs> Man, how, like, how do you even offload something like that? Like, I saw like the starting bidding of people already like hyped about this. Like, someone offered him uh, one hundred thousand dollars and said, "You can't tell people you opened it, though." Right? Yeah, they, they'll and I'll like, give you a hundred thousand dollars. He's gonna he's gonna have like a million people to be like, hey, yeah, uh, no, right, yeah, yeah. I'll take a, I'll, I'll I'll fake this card. I know, right? This yeah. is it's wild. Well, How do you feel about serial? Like in your car opening it, you're like, I have to get home now. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about the serialized cards in general? Because so they also uh, printed a cycle of soul rings in the commander products that are going to be serialized. Because there are going to be 300 Elven Soul Rings, 700 Dwarven Soul Rings, and 900 Human Soul Rings. Just like the books where there three were given to the Elves, yeah. seven were given to the Dwarves, nine to the Humans. Man, I am so sad that I'm not going to be able to afford any of these. Because these, <laughs> this is exactly, I'm like, 
I saw these and I was like, oh, that's so cool. I want like one of each. And then I saw that they were serialized. I was like, never mind. I don't know what they'll cost. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are yeah, going to have to like get all of them. Because uh, the serialized cards from uh, Brothers War, I mean, had mostly to do with playability, right? These are soul rings, so they're all very playable. Uh, the soul, the the ones from Brothers War could have been like anything from a worm coil engine to a, a journeyer's kite. Yeah. So <laughs> it was like the thing. The thing about these in particular is, I these scream people are going to like try to buy as much as they can and just sit on them. Yeah. Also, this is in what is that Elvish script? Yeah. Is that what the, that's who carved them? Did the elves make them? Who made the rings? I don't. I don't know. I'm not as up on my Lord of the Rings lore. Uh, they, they weren't elves. They were, uh, I, I forget exactly what being, but it was like, you know, the ring ancient ones, like, the, like demigods, like people like Sauron. And, okay. But that's, that's Elvish script is what yeah. the, okay. Interesting. That's Elvish. But yeah, like it looks so cool, but like, e- like when I say they're too expensive, like even if they're like $35, I'm not, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much i don't know if you wanted to own a serialized soul ring for 35 dollars, you'd do it i don't know we'll see how it goes well for <laughs> i don't that's that's me saying they ain't gonna be eric they ain't gonna be 35 dollars that's kind of what i'm saying it's it's like, like, I, more than i'm that. not saying they're gonna be like two thousand dollars for one of the no I, it's like uh, between one and two hundred bucks i'd say yeah and they're all just probably hundred like, bucks Eight, eighty to hundred dollars. Dude, they're on the price. But uh, yeah, but I, I'm not gonna buy it. I mean, uh, uh, no. Nah. Uh, yeah, that's it for Lord of the Rings. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a, a enjoyable set. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna mess around a bit. Oh, uh, I just want to bring up something about the lands. The lands, yeah, the basics look really cool because they're like the um, the map of Middle Earth, map of Middle Earth art. One thing that is annoying is that they're. At least in the picture on Mythic Spoiler, they're all like tinted green, which is going to confuse a lot of people, including me. If you have like a swamp and a, you know, they are because the maps are green, right? Yeah, especially like the, the most notable one to me is the plains, right? Yeah, it's just like it's so green, it's so green on the plains. It's like yeah, you're going to look over because the, the, the plains white kind of fades out a bit, so it just makes yeah. it look green. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it. It's it's going to be it's going to be kind of confusing. Be like, wait, what? What do I have? Yeah. I think the red, the rest of them get away with it a, a little bit. Like the red's red enough that it, it's fine. The forest is obviously fine. It's all green. The islands have enough water on some of them that it's okay. The swamps have like one focused on Mordor. It's like that's obvious. Yeah, yeah. So to me, it's like the plains is like, wait, what is that? <laughs> it doesn't look at all like a plains. <laughs> yeah, literally, one of them literally has Fangorn Forest in there. Although, like, I don't know. Like, it's funny they all have because it's a map, so they all have like a crossover of like you can see Mordor in some of them. You can see like <laughs> I don't understand why they chose the old forest by the Shire versus Fangorn Forest. Yeah, why F- Fangorn's like where most of the stuff happens, especially in the second book. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> they had a whole section on Fangorn. Yeah, I don't get that either. All right, that's it for all of our way too early spoilers, Eric. Don't talk about this till June, man. Don't don't even bring this up again. This is craziness. Get out. Until then, we'll see you next time. Party! Ah! Yeah.